This is a Rooster Teeth production. Teens and Coldreth, gather your limbs and lurk on into the Stinky Dragon for our latest nightcap, the Six Eye Opener. It's a tangled mess of Webwalker whiskey shots, a can of monstrosity energy drink, and a pincher of brown sugar. Rain or shine, one sip of this and you'll be able to climb any water spout. Previously, our adventurers found Hugh Manor, the last glass blower of Herbloom. He felt like bonding over a bonfire of bondage, but brink bargain for their lives in exchange for the capture of one baby tea. Nader led them to Razor Ridge in search of a tiny T-Rex, but now it seems the interns are on their own to find the nest. Loosen your legs, drain the dregs, and let's crack this egg. Gum Gum lowers down to all fours and ever so slowly, he creeps toward the flamboyant bush. With every inch he gets closer, he hears a and he feels his body slowly swell and blow. Now his hair and skin begin to bleach to a blonde hue. By the time he reaches the rainbow leaves bush, Gum Gum's entire body has brightened to a vibrant yellow, and in a matter of seconds, he's gained a whopping 50 pounds. Oh my god. What? What? Gum Gum's a lemon. Or uh, yellow. Like, I gained 50 pounds in what part of my body like all like around all over like e- yeah evenly distributed you just like boom you like plumped out a bit like tim allen santa claus <laughs> yeah mm. can i crawl back <laughs> <laughs> sure are you still doing it sneakily yeah yeah you can roll back now my dude you make a stealth roll if you're doing it sneakily okay <laughs> could i do some sort of like medicine check on him to see what happened 18 18 yeah he's very 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 sneaky Make a, a nature check, Bart. Nature check. Okay. Oh, I only have plus one. All right, 15. 15, that's a good roll. You think that that bush up there is a pigment bush, which is said Ooh. to have transmutational effects on people. Oh, I get it. That's why I snorted. Yeah, look at you. Pigment bush. Oh, God. We've got we've got a, a portly little gum gum here. What do we do with this? <laughs> I'm sorry I got fat. <laughs> Bart, based on your knowledge of pigment bushes, you think this will eventually wear off, but it'll take a little while. Okay. Hey, Gum Gum, I know you might be feeling and looking a little off, but don't worry, buddy. It'll fade. All right? Just trust trust your old buddy, Bart. Okay. Your body's going to go through some changes. Yeah. I think you'll look cute. <laughs> All right, Gum Gum. Time to stretch it out. We're going to get some workouts going. We're going to lose that flab, so you're looking fab. Here we go. Push-up. <laughs> Start. One, two, two three. three. Four. Kyborg is Blaine. <laughs> what do we do to get past this bush? We We're doing burpees get... now. We're doing burpees. Down. Right. Uh. And I burp. <laughs> How big is the bush? Um, it's, I mean, it's fairly decent sized. Uh, we'll say it's, you know, between five and ten feet around. Okay, so not really like, you can't really jump over it very easily. Uh, no, you would not be able to jump over it, but you could, you know, skirt around it uh, and keep it at bay. Moving on to jumping jacks. Here we go. Let's get 25 good ones. <laughs> oh, I'll jump over it. Do it. I'll do it. I just want Gum Gum to go at another pass. I have a question. Is there anything, is there like any overhanging things or anything above this bush? No, just rain. But he did say we could potentially scurry around it. So maybe we should just try that. Yeah, you think you can, that you can keep it at bay. If you, you know, stay as far away from it as possible, you think you'll be okay. Okay. Bart's going to try to get around it and... He's pointing to himself going, all right, guys, just follow me. All right, watch very carefully what Bart does. Where Where are you going to go? Can I do like a perception check? or? Yeah, you can, you can make a perception check with disadvantage because it is dark and rainy. Okay. All right, 12 and 16, so 12. Yeah, you're not really quite sure what your options are here at this point. It's too difficult to see. Okay. <gasps> Bicycle crunches, come on! Stop. <laughs> Oh, I will say with the 12, you do see one option, Bart. You do see a path that goes to the west. Okay, that looks clear or like... Yeah, but when you're looking down that path, you can't seem to shake the feeling like something or someone's watching you. Mm, Maybe it's a T-Rex and it's baby. (gasps) Shadow boxing. Someone else going to about to do something? Mud was going to yell at the bush (laughs) with his ability to talk to plants. 
Hey, sir, if you could possibly not do what you're doing to us as we pass by, we'd be much appreciated if you could just maybe take a little bit of a chill. Mm. I don't know what that means, but I did my best. I'm wondering if, if I jump in, if it'll make me even more muscular. Now I'm contemplating jumping into the bush. Well, it worked out great for you last time you jumped into a bush. I mean, you should definitely try it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hand Bart. Wait, am I, is Kybor still tied the rope to me? I would assume so. Y'all never said you took it off. Okay. Just walking. You know, but now you're all fat. <laughs> so I know. Like, does the rope expand? <laughs> it's like it's real tight on him. Even tighter now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hold on to the rope. I'm going to jump over the bush. Oh, God. No, we, did, we said it's too big to jump. Come, come. I have jump. Ring. I'm not going to hold does. on to the rope. <laughs> you do your thing. <laughs> well, the rope is still on Kyborg, so it's being held on by somebody. Get as close as you can. Why don't you just hold him? What is it you hope to do with the rope as you travel over a bush? <laughs> Gum Gum doesn't quite understand physics, so he doesn't understand what to do with the rope. But yeah, he's going to try and right. jump over the that bush. Works. Okay, go ahead and make a, an athletics check, Gum Gum. Okay, Kyborg, do what you want with the foot with the rope. Okay. I don't know. Are you going to cast that jump thing? Yeah. Twenty-three. Let's just say that I get one of my weapons, sharp edge weapons at the ready just in case slack runs out and I <laughs> need to cut it before it pulls me in. The, the rope is fairly long. You okay. are able to traverse the tar pit with it. Gum Gum, that's a great athletics check. You run up to the bush and jump over it and as you get close to the bush... Lights on fire and we hear the voice of the Lord. Remember, with my jump spell, I go three times my normal jump. Yes. That's a pretty high jump. Your skin turns from yellow to purple and you gain another 50 pounds. Ooh. Good lord. <laughs> but you're able to successfully jump over the bush with no problem. And now you're on the other side of the bush. I cannot believe that worked. <laughs> it works in, it. in air quotes. Yeah. He's a grape. <laughs> Veruca salt? Nope, that's a blueberry. We got a grape it, here. Uh, we got. <laughs> People like grapes. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There we go. That's the content we're all looking for. Yeah, look for our official uh, Stinky Dragon merch in the store. People like grapes. That's oh official Stinky Dragon God. merch. <laughs> we came up with it brand yeah, new. right now. Don't be surprised if there's like a ton of people like grapes yeah. merch. If you, if you already have it, it means you're a time traveler. Wow, yeah. incredible. Okay. I guess we have to get around this bush. Um, what could we do with the rope? Well, we, we saw there's a path going west, so... I don't know if we want to try to go that way. <laughs> Can I look around now that I'm on the other side of the bush and see if there's anything? Yeah, make a perception check at disadvantage. 11 and 1. Good lord. So 1. <laughs> no, you can't see. You're distracted by the newfound fat deposits under your uh, your eyes. And his purpleness. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe your eyes are, like, swelling shut. <laughs> I'm used to my body changing a lot for uh, different reasons, so I'm just going to go ahead and try uh, a little bit of a, a turn around the bush, and if what happens, happens. You're going to go up to the bush? No, around it. I'm going to try to go oh, around oh, it. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Like, let's say to the left. Just offers himself to the bush. Yeah, I mean, you're able to skirt it. Bart would also did skirt around the bush as well, right? You did say that, right, Bart? I, I didn't end up going. Um, okay, yeah. Looked. But I could attempt to now. Mm-hmm. If it's yeah. cool. Yeah, um, I mean, you, you both are, are able to, to skirt around it just fine. Okay. Okay. Did they change? No. Oh. I sucked in my belly. Well, Kyborg is really nervous because he, he thinks he looks perfect and beautiful. He doesn't want to change, even if temporary. But he nervously skirts the side of the bush, just like the others did. <laughs> okay, y'all reconvene with gum, gum, gum on the other side of the book. <laughs> <laughs> Gum gum looking a little worse for wear, but no fear. We're going to turn that gut into a cut. Let's do push-ups. <laughs> okay. Can I, like, muzzle Kyborg? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Squat in place. Here we go. I'm looking through my spells if I have anything. <laughs> a roundhouse kick into Kyborg's mouth. <laughs> Crunches. <laughs> so where where we you there was a path that you said that like maybe to the north I think was it that you said that you Bart pointed out a path to the west, but he thought there might be somebody watching us. Yeah, yeah. which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It could just be a pervert. 
maybe someone <laughs> will keep us safe. Ooh. You know what? Actually, yeah, I'd be curious who's watching us. Do you want to just take the path? Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's go down to the west. Okay. Um, yeah. You all head over to the west. I hear a smirk in Gus's voice, and now I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way you all approach every intersection has been different every time. It's making me it's making me laugh. Like there's no consistency with how y'all are approaching it. Right. You think there's anything hilarious. about us that's consistent? <laughs> the only You're consistent thing about us is that we're yep. inconsistent, okay? Okay. So you all head off down that path to the west. You enter a four-way intersection hedged in by two large mossy stones and bushes. Another four-way intersection. You feel the hairs on your neck stand up as you walk along the narrow path. Okay. Uh-oh. In a matter of seconds, three small feathered reptiles leap overhead and surround you from all sides, each of them standing on two clawed feet with tails whipping back and forth and long, narrow jaws snapping and hissing toward you. Everyone go ahead and roll initiative. Yeah. Uh, it's friends. If you ask me, they should all be destroyed. 22. Are they protecting its mother? Four. 21. And 10 for Bart. Meta, real quick. Are these like, they're velociraptors, right? Or are they baby uh, T-Rex? Make a nature check. Yeah. 16. 17, I mean. Yeah, you believe that these are velociraptors. Cool. Just going to write those down. Yes. Just like Muldoon. All right. We're going to have them act last on A3. Are they clever girls or? There it is. All right, Mud, what do you want to do? You got three raptors surrounding you. Mud is giddy because Mud can now turn into velociraptors. So no matter what happens, we've added that. (laughs) So Mud's looking at three raptors facing us. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And the terrain is wet and muddy and everything like that? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I wasn't ready for combat. We haven't done combat in a while. I know. You know what Mud wants to do? Mud's going to get everybody on the even footing, and Mud's going to use the Dwarven Stone of Bread, and I cast Darkness that is also paired with the smell of freshly baked bread, and we're all cast in darkness now. Okay, so uh, you create like a smoky darkness and the smell of freshly baked bread. It was already difficult to see before, but now it's it's dark. It's near impossible to see at this point. Yeah, and it's uh, 15 feet in radius. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, where do you do you center it on the party? Do you center it on how? How are you gonna do this? Could I? Um, I, I don't know how the dwarven stone of bread works. Like, does it? I think it emanates from the dwarven stone of bread, oh, right? Yeah, I think you're right. So it emanates around you and envelops uh, your party in darkness. Could I throw it in the middle of this band of raptors and envelop them instead? Hmm. I would say if you use it, it already emanates. Like it doesn't continue emanating. Like it comes out from where you okay. used it. Okay. Well, then I'm going to go a little gutsy. Can I dash forward uh, to these raptors and cast it? Yeah. I mean, they're surrounding you, though. Like I said, they're not all like, on one side. They, they're they clever girls. So uh, you all walk into their trap. <laughs> right. So they're uh, on, from three different sides. They're around you. Then, okay. Then I can, since now I understand how this item works a little bit better, can I, can I paint a picture of what happened? Yes, please do. All right. Uh, Mutt just yells quickly to his teammates, get an eye on one of them, and then dashes forward in the middle of them all and then envelops them all in darkness, hoping right. that his like team... I said, like I said, they're all around you, though. You can't envelop all of them. They, they oh, I of... thought... Oh, so they came out from different directions? I thought right. they all... Oh, okay. Well, I've just wasted everybody's time because I thought they were all, like, you together. Jurassic Park? No, they surround no, you from all sides. No. Oh. Oh, God. Just cut everything I just said. That's a nasty <laughs> no, leave it in. It's good to learn. Okay. Well, then I'm just going to go on a completely offensive angle, and I'm going to cast Ice Knife at... Let's just have the dealer pick one of them. All right. We'll say the one that would have popped out in front of you guys. Casting it now. 24. 24 to hit. That hits the little turkey-sized feathered dinosaur in front of you oh, guys. So these are these are accurate Velociraptors, not Jurassic yes, these, Park Yes, these are not Jurassic Park Velociraptors. This is D&D. Yeah. <laughs> little, tur- little turkey takes eight damage. Uh, also, I forgot. Hit or miss, the shard then explodes that I throw, and the target, each creature within five feet of it, must succeed on dexterity saving throw or take two d6 cold damage as well. Okay. There's no other. There's no other creature within five feet of it. But does this cause the target itself to also take damage? Yep. Another two d6. 
So let me make it dexterity saving throw. 15 is the save. And what is its dex? It has plus two on this. 16, so it makes it safe. Oh, okay. Boo. It hisses and screams in pain as a knife of ice plunges into it and it takes eight points of damage. So that's the one that's in front of you guys. There's two other on either side of you as well. Okay. Kyborg. So to be clear, they're all scattered. Yes. Like a triangle around us. Farther than 10 feet apart, do you think? Yes. Okay. Well, then I take a aim at the one that mud just hit. Okay. And I shoot an arrow at it. Shoot away, my friend. Yeah. Ooh, it's a 14. Yeah, that does actually hit. It's not a great roll, but you still do manage to connect with the raptor in front of you. Eight damage. Doing eight points of damage. Kyborg hits it in the neck and pops open its jugular vein. And the oh raptor falls to the ground. Oh. Hell that yeah. was much more oh graphic than usual. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Is it warm or cold-blooded? Uh, I don't know. They gotta be cold blooded, right? I think re- aren't reptiles cold blooded? But they have feathered. Di- I think I think people might not know with huh. dinosaurs. Are dinosaurs? That's what I was trying to figure out. Cold blooded. <laughs> Lukewarm. <laughs> half and half. Half and half. Low fat or? No, it's like an Arnold Palmer. You know, half tea, half lemonade. But uh, this is like mm. half warm, half uh, cold. You sound like Dracula. Bart. The raptor that was in front of you guys is now dead, but you are still flanked on either side by uh, two other either raptors. Side. Clever girl. Could I cast Cloud of Daggers over one of them? Yeah, of course. All right, let's do that. Which one do you want to do? Let's do the one on the uh, left. Left, the one on the left. So you got spinning daggers and a cube five feet on each side, and the creature takes 4d4 slashing damage. Mm-hmm. Is there no save on that? I don't believe so. Wow, that's OP. All right, go ahead and roll your 4d4 damage. Uh, hiya. Coming in. We got 14. Good Lord. Bart conjures up. That's a three, a three, <laughs> and a four. What great rolls. Bart conjures up spinning daggers that are thicker than the rain that's falling, and they encircle the raptor, killing it with hundreds of tiny cuts. And that raptor falls to the ground again. I had so many Muldoon quotes, and I'm so bummed that we're murdering these things <laughs> quite quickly. You're burning right through it. Bart is killing it. Hey, it's murder or be murdered here. This is true. Fellas. Great job, Bart. It's the law of the jungle. Gum gum. There's one raptor left <laughs> on the right side. <laughs> Won't even get a hit in. All right. I guess I'll just charge in with my axe and yell for Bart. <laughs> Why? Yay. Just for fun. fine. Just, just for <laughs> You just doing it for me. And, yeah, I guess so. And swings at the raptor with great axe. All right, go ahead and make your attack roll. 25. 25, that definitely hits. Gum Gum connects with his great axe with the raptor. Four Bart. Doing, yeah, four Bart. How many points of damage? Nine. Nine points of damage. Gum Gum solidly connects with the raptor, which hisses at him. It is still alive. That was for you, Bart. <laughs> oh, Gum Gum, you're a good friend. And the raptor itself, after hissing at Gum Gum, it lashes out and bites at him. So that is a plus four, 11. I assume that does not hit? Nope. So it tries to bite at Gum Gum and misses. And while Gum Gum is busy looking at the missed bite, it rears up and claws at him as well. <gasps> no, Gum Gum. For 12, is 12 a hit? Nope. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> you're upset. The raptor, uh, tries twice to attack at Gum Gum, but fails on both attempts. I turn to the group and I say, They never attack the same place twice. They were testing the Gum Gum for weaknesses systematically. <laughs> <laughs> they remember. Uh, all right, Mud. <laughs> Just the sound of a very proud DM. Mm-hmm. There's one remaining raptor. Yeah, it's over there by Gum Gum. And it's been hit. Shoot her. Shoot her. It has been hit. It has been hit. Is there... A... <laughs> All right, so in character, Mud feels bad at this point because he does like, you know, little creatures. Could Mud try to approach the raptor and talk it down? Um, It's hurt. You could try. Sure, why not? Yeah. Yes, and. Yay. I'm fine with also, like, I'll use my bonus action and I'll... uh. I'll turn into the raptor, make it feel a little better. You're in a wild shape into a raptor? Yeah. 
and, and I'll just go out to be like, it's like, hey, it's, it's okay. Do, do you want to just uh, join our party maybe instead of, of attacking us like I know your friends are dead. Uh, we, you know, it's uh, let's 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 make uh, lemonade here out of lemons. You know, shoot her. Nope, I'm trying to talk to her. Talk to her. Shoot her. <laughs> Communicate with her. Yes, find common ground with her. <laughs> it seems pretty freaked out and scared that a random raptor that's not part of its pack just appeared in front of it. <laughs> yeah, but it needs it's a pack creature and so it, it wants to find another pack and so I'm, this, I'm I'm offering another pack. Could this be like one of those situations where you're at a party and someone's like, "Hey, what's up?" and you're like, "I don't actually know this person, but they're acting like they know me, so I have to yeah. be nice to them." <laughs> Except raptors don't have any sense of like social hey, awkwardness. <laughs> hey there. Uh, hey, buddy. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, nice to see ya. I'm proficient in animal handling as well. Yeah, go ahead and make a, an animal handling roll. Why not? Okay. Uh, that's 20. 20. Okay. Mm. Yeah, it looks really confused at you, hisses, and then jumps away and uh, runs back into the jungle. Okay. They show extraordinary intelligence, even problem-solving intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to add a little Velociraptor to my party. I gotta be careful. It might eat gumbo at some point. Might they might have developed a taste for gumbo. <laughs> or they'll be best friends like a Milo and Otis little version, huh? <laughs> Milo couldn't eat Otis. No, but you know, it's dog and cat. They're not supposed to be friends, but man, were they friends? <laughs> Alright, so you all are in the clearing all alone. You have vanquished the raptors, either through sword or through confusion and social awkwardness. <laughs> Mud use confusion. It was super effective. The two things we excel at. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sword and confusion. That's our dungeon and dragon. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, you are uh, in this clearing all on your own. We did it. Woo! It's kind of grotesque, but can I steal a raptor claw from one of those? Yeah, you can. Sweet. Oh, that's cool. All right. I make a new necklace. Can I get one too? Sure. I make claw necklaces for all of us. So, we're going to have it. This is a bonding experience. And I share it. And it's our friendship bracelets. Oh, yeah. There would be four, wouldn't there? Mm-hmm. Can I get enough to make uh, raptor claw uh, gloves? No. <laughs> I'm making you a claw necklace. Be happy with the claw necklace. <laughs> so there would be a claw on your necklace. So if you wanted to do something else with that, you're more than welcome to go. Oh, okay. I was thinking Talon when he said claw. I mean, that's what I was... Yeah, it's like... It's the little... It's the thing that Dr. Metal. Grant carries around, you know? Yeah. The thing but that counts on the floor. Yeah. Oh, but they only each have one, one on each leg? Right, so there's four total. Mm. I think there's, I think there's actually, isn't there like two or three? You know, when it goes in the kitchen, it just goes. Well, I'm looking at. Well, we're playing by the D and D Raptor, not the Jurassic Park Raptor, oh, and okay. it, it looks like uh, they only have one. Mm. Dang. You can look around and see which direction we're to go, or what's around us. Yeah, why don't you make me a perception check at disadvantage, Gum Gum? Do we still feel like we're being watched, or was that just the, these three? You suspect it was probably these animals. Okay. The disadvantage is from the darkness. Yeah, the rain and, and the rain and the general oh, conditions. We're also very scared. Okay, well, I got a one because I do have seeing in the dark. Gum gum, you're not able really to discern any path other than the one you just came up. Mm. Hey, guess what time it is? It's time for me to ask you to follow us on social media at Stinky Dragon Pod. Trust me, it's a great thing. You'll get alerted as soon as episodes come out. Uh, and it's a good way you can reference to tell friends, show them like a little sample. Sometimes we upload little bits from the episode. You can share it with someone and say, hey, you should check out this podcast because I think it's pretty good. Also, if you interact with us on social media, use hashtag StinkyDragonPod. Uh, you could get your name in a future show as an NPC, possibly, question mark. Also, of course, if you could rate us wherever you listen to podcasts, give us a good rating. We'd really appreciate it. Before we continue, also just want to let you know that we are conducting a survey to gather some data about your listening habits for the show, how much you enjoy the content, stuff like that, super fast, just only takes a couple of minutes, it'll really help us out a lot. You can find a link to the survey in the description. If you want to, please also hit us up with any recap questions you may have. We're going to be doing a little bit of a compilation of a recap, explaining the story so far, so that new listeners can jump right on in. So if you want to engage with us on social media, at Stinky Dragon Pod, let us know what you'd like us to touch on, and we'll recap that here real soon. Also, in other news, you may notice in a couple of episodes that the release date for Tales from the Stinky Dragon is going to change. We are going to have a 24-hour window of exclusivity for first members over at Rooster Teeth. 
anyone who's a first member will be able to get the podcast first for 24 hours. And then after that, it will continue to release like normal. Chances are you may not even notice the change or it'll be so minor you'll forget about it real quickly. But if you want more information, get over to roosterteeth.com. If you'd like to get 24 hours of exclusivity, you can also sign up for first. Uh, You can get a free trial at roosterteeth.com. And in the future, we're working on it. We are going to have a premium RSS feed for first members. So that's real exciting. That should be coming out here real soon. Go check it out. That really, really helps uh, support this podcast. Hello, listener. I have a couple quick questions for you. Do you like video games? Or do you like content related to video games? Do you like watching a deranged group of eight unhinged maniacs screaming at each other about which GoldenEye multiplayer map is best? It's Temple, by the way. Well, if you said yes to any of those or even thought about saying yes, then we here at Stinky Dragon have an internet infotainment group for you. Check out Easy Allies for podcasts, reviews, editorials, game shows, live streams, laughters, tears, yelling, lists that go on and on, and much, much more. Probably too much more. Founded by members of an ancient internet website called Game Trailers, Easy Allies is a group of industry veterans with more than a decade of experience sharing their love of games through the mystical arts of online videos. Join in on the fun at twitch.tv slash easyallies easyallies.com or support them directly at patreon.com slash easyallies. If your parasocial friend group is feeling eight weirdos too small, you could do a lot worse than easy allies. Be sure to check them out. You can find link in our show notes and thank you easy allies for supporting our show. All right. What do y'all want to do? I am a Raptor. (laughs) And... (laughs) I am a raptor. <laughs> yeah, just, I'm looking, I was trying to see if the if the raptor has any uh, like proficiency with like perception, but it doesn't seem like that's their forte. I, I guess yeah. Can we just look around for uh, any signs of like a path that seems good? Yeah, make a perception check at disadvantage. Should we be going north? Isn't that the main direction we should be going? Probably. Uh, although we have gone. We went east one time, and then we went west another time. <laughs> we That's right. But time. didn't... Y'all are all over the place. Didn't Nader say that is the nest is north, right? Did he? Yeah. I think he did. <laughs> I think he might have. I don't know. It's something about Razor Ridge. I don't know if that's anything to do with where we're going. Let's head north. I thought you were making a perception check. I, would, I was until I remembered that we might have already gotten information we should have been using this entire time. I mean, we could still try to make a perception check. I think the perception check will still help you to figure out what your options are. Go for it. Uh, Yes, let's do that. We're definitely under the 30-minute limit, too. (laughs) 17. 17. At disadvantage. You're at disadvantage. (laughs) Caught him. Nope, you are. 17. Ha! -ha! Oh, nice. (laughs) You see several different directions that you could potentially go in from here. There is a north path. And around that bend, you hear muted cries and whimpers. There's an east path, which is where you came from, and you see that pigment bush down there. Mm-hmm. There's a south path, where you spot a clothesline that seems to have fallen into that path, and a west path that gives you a chill in the air. Are there people here? What the heck? We went through a camp? There's a clothesline? Uh, all right. Uh, th- uh, north seems to be the sounds of something that could be a baby. Yeah, we should probably go rescue whatever that is. A what? A baby. I just don't want to go to the, the path that uh, we got a chill from. I'm not a big fan of that. Bart likes to be warm. <laughs> He's a fan of the beach. <laughs> it makes sense if he was a pirate. What's the party doing? Are y'all in agreement that y'all are going north, or what's going on here? Sure. After that. Follow the raptor. Yeah. North. You approach a narrow bend and hear muffled whimpers and cries. They seem to be coming from around the corner. So is it the bend? Is it like is it like rock covers the view, or like what woods? It's or like what? moss covered stones and bushes. Ooh, could I um, could I go invisible and ooh creep around to see what's over there? Yeah, little scout. Okay, I'm gonna cast my invisibility. Bart pops out of existence. Bart, <laughs> it's okay. Come, come, I'm still here. Make a stealth check at advantage because you're invisible. Okay, we got a twenty-three. And a 20. 20. Oh, so 23. So Bart's really sneaky, really careful, checking around the bend. Go ahead and also make me a perception check at disadvantage. At disadvantage, okay. Damn it. All right, 8 mm. and 12. So I guess 8. Okay. 
Bart steps around the corner being super careful and one of your steps, you step down on the ground and the ground opens up and swings open below you, <gasps> causing you to fall into a pit. Oh, what? no. The one time I did tie a rope. <laughs> <laughs> you take two points of falling damage. Then at the bottom of the pit are wooden spikes. No, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And you take another 18 points of damage. Oh, oh my. What? That was 2d10. I rolled a 10 and an what? 8. Bart, are you okay there, mate? No. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, one, two. So it's a total of 20 points of damage. I have now three HP left. We also didn't see this. We just saw a hole appear. <laughs> well, it's around the bend. You didn't even see it. Bart went around the bend to look. You didn't actually see Bart fall. I just wanted to peek around the corner. I didn't actually want to walk around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> got to move to peek around. I just said to peek. <laughs> yeah, you got to step up to peek around. Oh, so I guess they would see you then at that point. Well, I was invisible. No, that's what I was saying. Is invisible. They would they would see the floor open up. That's insane. So we saw a hole. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So Bart, you fall into a little pit there. You get impaled on some spikes, and you see down at the bottom of the pit with you appears to be a scared and impaled baby triceratops. <gasps> triceratops, but not a baby T-Rex. No. Okay. Well, could I take a potion of healing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. What is that? That's 2d4 plus 2? I think so. Okay, that's 6 plus 2, so it's 8. I get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at you. Good as new. Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> Still got a giant spike through my throat, apparently. Ew. There's a, there's a baby triceratops. Is there any way for me to communicate with them up there? Like, could they hear me if I if I would say something loud? Yeah, you think they'd be they'd probably be able to hear you. Okay. <laughs> Are you assuming that you stayed silent your entire tra- travel down the <laughs> hole? <laughs> uh, guys, I'm uh, not feeling good. I would not recommend coming here. Fell down a hole onto this spike, but there's little baby triceratops. Gum gum. The rope. We have the rope. We could. You lower me down. I grab Bart in the baby triceratop, and you carry us back up. Okay. I help. Okay. I, I lower myself into the hole to go to get Bart. Okay. Yeah, you lower yourself into the hole, and you see at the bottom of the pit a bunch of spikes and a slightly injured Bart and a gravely injured Triceratops. It seems to be scared of you, but seems to be too weak to really do anything about it. Oh, that's really sad. Can I get them both in one go, or is it Probably heavy? not. The Triceratops, even though it is a baby, it is still rather large. All right. I get Bart first. Mm-hmm. And we... Take Bart back up. Who's who's pulling you up? Both of us. Uh, I am. Gum gum and mud. Am I pulling them both or just Bart? Well, you tell me. Would uh would would Kyborg be able to? Hey, Kyborg, are you able to just uh find somewhere to stand and then tie the rope around Bart? Uh, God. Yeah, you can totally do that. All right, I do that. Okay. Please don't leave me down in the hole with this baby stretcher. <laughs> gum gum, make a strength check uh, with advantage since mud is helping. Eight, twenty-three, and. 16. Nice. Yeah, you're able to pull Bart up, no problem. Bart, you are back on the ground with everyone. Cool, but I'm covered in my own blood. <laughs> <laughs> Is Bart still invisible? Yeah, Bart would still be invisible. So do you guys just see, like, blood dripping from, like... Not even, it's just like the, the rope is just, like, suspended in midair. Cool. <laughs> we didn't find holy water, but we found a holy Bart. Hey! There was really heavy air. <laughs> Drippy, heavy air. Yeah. All right. Can we untie the rope and send it back down to get the baby? Sure. Toss it back down there. How are you going to do this, Kyborg? Are you going to tie it around the baby triceratops? Are you going to hold well, it? What, what's your plan? With my years of training in the woods, I've learned to do many things with ropes. So I, I want to <laughs> fashion like a kind of like a hammock of sorts. That, that way, it's not just like one thing tugging at its gut. Mm. Uh, like a harness. So yeah, kind of a harness yeah. of sorts, you know. A little hammock. And then uh, I, I let it go up first, hoping okay. that it'll remember I'm down here. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, you're able to fashion a little harness for the uh, baby triceratops. You tie it up and give a little tug so that Gum Gum starts pulling. Gum Gum, go ahead and make another strength check at advantage. He drops the baby Cyteratops. It dies. Cyteratops? Cyteratops. 13. Yeah, it's the D&D version. <laughs> and 18. 18. 18. Okay, yeah, 18. You're fine. Uh, yeah, you uh, managed to pull the baby Triceratops up to the ground out of the pit. 
with you guys. Can I then go, hi, baby triceratops, and then I use my flower rod and, and make a, um, a flower for it? It doesn't want flowers. <laughs> Give it food and healing. I was thinking you didn't finish. I make it uh, lavender, which helps it relax and uh, manage stress and anxiety. It's lame. <laughs> Give it food. Give it potatoes. And some potatoes. You make it the big lavender flower, you said? I make a lavender flower for, and right in front of it. The triceratops is allergic to lavender. It dies. Uh, and it's sometimes used to treat wounds, burns, and even acne. Yeah. It, uh, good it, for you. it very weakly reaches out with its mouth and grabs at the flower and starts gnawing on it. There you go, little guy. And then Aww. I give him some some of my potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it starts eating the potatoes. The, what else? the potatoes and onions. Yeah. Along with the uh, lavender flower. Well, there's one. This is all two, really three. cute. I wish you could see this kyborg. <laughs> there's there's four of us up here. I think we got everybody. We can head off. <laughs> Perfect timing. I'm gonna name him Bum Bum. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. He still looks too weak to travel, but he is laying down eating the food. Oh, poor little guy. I lay down with him. Oh, cute. Help! <laughs> Gosh! <laughs> All right, so shall we uh, continue forth? I feel like we should take a short rest, you know? Maybe a long rest. <laughs> 30 uh, minutes! My current wait. HP. <laughs> wait, where's Kyborg? <laughs> don't know. I, I've kind of. What happened to Kyborg? I don't hear Did anything. We leave him? So he must be okay. Did he die to the Velociraptors back there? Is that oh what happened? Oh my god! He got eaten. In the hole. <laughs> oh, did he fall in the tar? I can't remember. I can't remember either. <laughs> I, who's Kyborg? Oh. <laughs> I'm losing my memory. <laughs> I shoot an arrow up into the sky. <laughs> oh, that must have been from another Triceratops. Yeah, that hole seems dangerous. There's arrows that come out. Let's stay away from that hole. <laughs> uh, okay, how do we rescue him? I guess we put the rope down there. Okay. All right. I'll be honest, Blaine. I thought you were being overly cautious when you were worried that the party was going to leave Kyborg down <laughs> there. But, I mean, they did it. Oh, no. I, I know my party. <laughs> Let's right, get so him. Y'all Let's you all toss the rope down there for Kyborg? Mm, yes, yeah. of course. Gum, gum, go ahead and make a strength check at advantage. 12. Mm. And six. No, oh, gosh. God. <laughs> the lowest roll for Kyborg. <laughs> it's only fitting. I'm going to say Gum Gum, you know, is extra stout. He's got an extra 100 pounds on him. So, you know, he's able to pull okay, and Kyborg also, you know, can climb up a bit without oh, too yeah. much trouble and get out of the pit fine. Kyborg, I want you to meet my second best friend, Bum Bum. I see you fed it lavender. And potatoes. Okay. Do we? <laughs> should we give it a healing potion? Or uh, we can save those for uh, ourselves. But it's a baby. <laughs> I give it a healing potion. It Aww. starts like looking around Aww. at you guys. So cute. You give it a healing potion, you said, Gum Gum? Yeah. Go ahead and roll the healing for that. 2d4 plus 2. Oh, 10. Perfect roll. Oh, look at that. 4 plus 4 plus wow. 2. The baby triceratops seems to be a little better. It's not wheezing like it was before. Are you okay, Bum Bum? It like slowly gets up to its feet. Oh, God. And then I cover it with my rat blanket. <laughs> Does this little guy seem, like, uh, grateful? Or like, yeah, he's uh, just, look, he just, you know, you really can't tell. But, yeah, I mean, he's looking around at all of you guys. It doesn't seem to be scared like it was before. And then it runs right back into the hole. <laughs> <laughs> can I, can I uh, shoot a oh, bursting arrow? Inspiration, inspiration die for that. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> Can I shoot a bursting arrow in the hole to cause a possible cave-in just so that other animals don't fall into this trap? You could. I don't think that would burst it in. Just, you know, the ground is so muddy and sturdy. Nah. If you leave the trap open, I mean, everyone should see it now. You know, it's not, it's already in its activated state. Okay. Are there any, like, colorful flowers or anything that we can mark the edges of the trap just in case someone comes stumbling through? I could make I some fun. The pigment plant had pretty colorful flowers. Yeah, I'm not going to touch that. Um, yeah, gu gu gum gum. If you want to, like, plant some flowers around the ring of the thing, that way people can see this more clearly. That'd be yeah, I can do that. Pretty dope. And then I'll make a big, colorful flower at the front of it. Okay. There's a big flower in the middle of the path right next to the, the trap now. And they all live happily ever. And then I pet bum bum. Mm. Spiky guy. Should we move on? Do, do, is this thing good enough to be left alone, do you think? 
You think so? Yeah, Bum Bum starts trampling off. No, back in the no, Bum Bum, wait. Bum. My rat blanket. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I try and keep, can I try and get Bum Bum to stay? Yeah, you can try like animal handling, I guess. With advantage because I was feeding it. You rolled a one. <laughs> With advantage because I was so nice to it. No, no. Bum Bum seems to be ignoring you as he continues walking down the path back in the direction you all came from. All right, bye, Bum Bum. Oh, look at his little Bum Bum walk away. Does it still have my blanket on him? Yeah. Oh. Do you want to take rat- You can probably run and grab it if you want. <laughs> Your rat blanket that you've owned for the past five minutes. Yeah, go and grab the rat blanket. Oh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't seem to notice. I hug him. Oh, okay. It does notice that. I hug him a little, but I don't like in a mean, not in a frightening way, like the soft. Oh, okay. Yeah, it seems to like that, but it keeps, it keeps walking. Bye-bye, bum-bum. Presumably looking for its parents. I want to help you. All right, what do you guys want to do? I guess we continue down the path. Yeah. Mud, why don't you make me a perception check at disadvantage? Boom. Boom. That's 20. 20. It seems to you from here that there's three different paths you could take. There's a north path. That path bends on an incline around a group of mossy stones and a fallen tree log. Hey! There's an east path. We see a natural trellis of ivy hanging over the path. And there's the west path that you came from that bends southward down the hill. Mud faintly remembers something about a log, I think, where we're supposed to go. So I think uh, Mud's going to start walking north. How do you remember these things? You want to communicate that with the team? No, it's just the velociraptor just walking north. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should be going north. I, I don't have the best memory, but I'm pretty certain Aether said something about the fallen log, and there's one up ahead. Guys, that Velociraptor just said something. Have a girl. Okay, I want to follow him more, north as well. All right, is that everyone in the party heading north? Yay. Okay, you pass by the fallen log and mossy stones and enter a small glade, hedged in by piles of mossy stones on all sides and a flowing river to its back. In the center of the glade is a large nest hemmed with all kinds of shrubbery and bedded with sand. A tiny pair of red eyes pop out from the nest and a slender tail wags back and forth, excited. It's a baby. Oh my god, is this the one we need to kill? No, quiet, all of you. They're approaching the Tyrannosaurus paddock. (laughs) What? (laughs) Perfect, perfect. You pass by the fallen log and mossy stones and enter a small glade hedged in by piles of mossy stones on all sides and a flowing river to its back. In the center of the glade is a large nest hemmed with all sorts of shrubbery and bedded with sand. A tiny pair of red eyes pops out from the nest and a slender tail wags back and forth excitedly. Right, who's going to go grab the little baby tea? Is that a Pokemon? (laughs) (laughs) Did Did you remember to bring your Pokeballs with you? Uh, there's actually some Pokemon that look like dinosaurs. What, what do you fellas think about us uh, taking this little guy as our pet and then just leaving, just uh, abandoning all responsibilities and promises we've made along the way? I think a lot of people would die. <laughs> we made promises. <laughs> <laughs> we do need uh, glass. We need glass made. So I have a hunting trap. Ooh. But I'm, I don't want to use it because it might hurt him. Or her. I'm pretty sure that would just just cut off the leg of the little baby. Yeah. <laughs> Clamp. We got him. He said to bring it bring it alive. Did he say anything about it being injured? Uh, What's your no, problem? I don't want to do that. No. I don't want to hurt him. You're like those orcs in Lord of the Rings that want to eat the legs of Merry and Pippin. What about <laughs> their legs? They don't need those. They don't need them. So how about this? Mud has the ability to transform into animals. So. We transform him into a delicious snack. Okay, this is the second time someone has told me to turn into something that's a snack, and and I'm not. But it's a baby. It's just (laughs) a baby. What if the mom comes around? But it's just a baby. We'll deal with the mom when it comes. (laughs) How big is this thing? It's a pretty good size. I'd say like the size of a really large dog. Okay, so like it's potentially, we could potentially carry it, right? I have an idea. Yeah, you could carry it. Okay. I mean, I could just cast sleep on this thing. I've, I very much want to first hear uh, Gum Gum's, Gum Gum's okay. Uh, plan. Okay, no, go for it. I'm just saying as a backup okay. plan. It's a great backup. Sleep. It's a great backup, but we really need okay. to hear what Gum Gum's plan is. you think that's in the lead, go ahead, Gum Gum. Okay, so I have this hunting trap. What I will do is I can set up the hunting trap, and then I will go and get caught in the hunting trap. <laughs> and then... The little dinosaur will come out because he'll see me hurt 
and he'll either want to be my friend and help me or eat me. <laughs> your thought, <laughs> just to, just to recap, is that yeah. you are going to injure yourself in front of yeah. a carnivore yeah. whose instincts are to go after the weak and injured of the pack. You know, I'm kind of okay with this plan. <laughs> Guys, I think that this might be our strongest plan. We should try this out. Hey, <laughs> let's kick the tires, light the fires, and get that boy in a trap. He, but what if he's my friend? Can I also look like a dinosaur? You just got to tuck in your hands. <laughs> okay. Do I have any magic? Like old T-Rex. And that's it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where, where'd Gum Gum go? I thought you were telling him to tuck something else. I know. I didn't know that was going. <laughs> hmm. Where did Gum Gum go? Where did this tiny T-Rex come from? <laughs> wow. I could just act like a dinosaur. I think, doesn't uh, doesn't Bart have like a, like a kit? Uh, uh, let me see. I got a disguise kit. Yeah, can you disguise Make me a dinosaur. Gum Gum as a dinosaur? <laughs> I can, but right. will I be allowed to do it? Is the question. I think that's going to be a roll. Yeah, you can you you can certainly try. There it is. Okay, what would I roll for that? Let's see. Let me look through your disguise here. kit. Is deception? Where does arts and crafts lie under the disguise most? kit? Yeah. If the mom T Rex comes, then Gum Gum can take over. For the baby. Yeah. Add your proficiency bonus to any checks you make to make a visual disguise. There you go. Utility and deception. Yeah, let's see. What else could it be? I'm leaning towards deception. I mean, that's one of the tags there. Maybe still. Or performance? No, because that's not me no. performing. Well, it, that would be on. Would that not be on me? I think it's deception. Deception, yeah. Okay. But that would be me, my roles, because I'm the one doing. But she, she's or he, Bart ah. is making a disguise using the disguise kit. It's like gotcha. having a makeup artist put your makeup on for you. You're yeah, the clay. Yeah. She's molding you. All right, Gum Gum, have a seat in Bart's old little chair right here. Okay, uh, that's a rock. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Okay. The, 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 the T-Rex watching you all and uh, the little baby T. <laughs> He's coming out. He's like sniffing the air. Watching uh, wall. Should we, should should we do? Should we hide? No, he's fine. He's fine. He wants to watch. Uh, Bart pulls out one of those little like cloth robe things that you get at the hairdresser that goes around you. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. A little bit of dash of that. A little bit of powder there, and an eighteen. Yeah, not bad. Pretty good. Bart, in a flurry of hand motions, whips together a little disguise and transforms Gum Gum into some kind of. Hybrid humanoid <laughs> dinosaur looking creature. The role he was meant to play. It's up to Gum Gum to perform the part. I've been watching the whole time to, to learn its movements. Oh. Okay, someone set, someone go set my trap. So you're going to also pretend to be another baby T. Yes. Yeah, I'm the baby. <laughs> it's someone, someone go set my trap. All right, guys, I'll go do it. Yeah, Kyber, go do it. Okay, all right. We, I set it up and I make it real, real strong, real tight. That way, Gum Gum can really method act, you know? <laughs> Let me look this trap up. Where is it? It's in your inventory, right? It's in my inventory. Hunting trap. There it is. So it's a sawtooth steel ring that snaps shut when a creature steps on a pressure plate in the center. <laughs> it's like the kind you see in cartoons, right? Like a bear trap. Oh, this, it's it's, gonna it's hurt. a fixed. It's affixed by a heavy chain to an immobile object. Well, I guess you guys don't have to do that because you're not actually trying to trap anyone. A creature that steps on the plate must succeed on a... Okay, you're going to get caught on purpose. You're going to take 1d4 piercing damage and stop moving. That's not bad. What if I had, like, cloth, you know, clothes or, like, a bedroll? Can I, like, wrap the teeth in that to reduce the damage? That's a strangely kind of kyborg. Well, I don't want my freaking teammate to lose his leg. Or we could wrap my leg. <laughs> As a man who has lost an arm myself, I know the importance oh. of keeping your limbs. So I want to, want to like, you know, maybe wrap it up in rope and just, just to come pad the teeth a lot. Yeah, you could, act, you could actually, you could totally do that. Okay. Uh, Mike, Micah just made a joke. He said, "nub nub." <laughs> nub nub. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah, you could, uh, what would you pad it with? Like, uh, maybe your bedroll or just, like, various stuff that you have your carry around with you? Yeah, but bedroll, sure. Okay, uh, so Kyborg pads the trap and then sets it, I assume, so that way it doesn't spring on him. Yes. Uh, so there is now a padded hunter's trap. Where do you put it? Like, on the edge of the little clearing? Or the small glade? 
right where it's an eye line of the dinosaur, but like I kind of do a poor job of concealing it, I guess, you know? Like I'm like, oh, mm. really setting it. And you put some food there, right? Uh, y- yes, I put some rations there, yes. Okay. Good lord, I have 20 pounds of rations? That's so much food. The baby T uh, <laughs> smells that and is like inching a little closer. Now, I assume I'm not wearing any clothes. Oh, God. Uh, why would you not be wearing any clothes? <laughs> well, so that my skin color was closer to the, like, dinosaurs don't wear clothes. I, I, right? You are correct. Dinosaurs do not wear clothes. You are right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the baby T-Rex, who knows what it's wearing? Maybe he's wearing a little diapy. I'm just trying to get, you know. Okay. And so I, I jump Method back. acting, guys. Method acting. Yeah. This is the Daniel Day-Lewis of the uh, yeah. Nether Realm or whatever. Gum Gum <laughs> is the Daniel Day-Lewis of Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. <laughs> so Gum Gum, you, uh, you are in the clearing now? Where'd Gum Gum go? Mike is calling you Dino Day-Lewis. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and so I go and I and I'm like and I go and I like kind of like friendly kind of bounce up towards the thing. Oh, once uh, Gum Gum enters the clearing, the baby tea scrambles back into cover. You can still see its eyes peering out, but it's now in a little hiding spot. I I, I shepherd Bart in uh, mud to like some bushes where it's like, hey, wait, wait, let's let, let him perform. Okay. <laughs> Okay, what are you doing, Gum Gum? Exactly. Make me proud, little boy. Well, I kind of, I, I look, you know, kind of like peer down and I'm like looking sadly at, at, at where it ran away <laughs> and being like, <laughs> because I, my friend, you know, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to con- make, say, you know, connect with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I kind of hop around kind of a little closer and then I look and I, and I look back and I see the hunting trap and I'm like, <laughs> and then I go, <laughs> And then I run and I sniff. Oh, I sniff. And I, I perk up and I look over at, at, at the rock where it was. I'm like, this school play is running on very long. Uh, yeah, I like <laughs> the narration too. Go ahead and make a performance check to see how your performance is so far up to this point. It's a three. <laughs> yeah, That's, a three. That's a three. So not very good. But then I step on the trap. So what are we actually seeing then? If his performance is We're a three, seeing a grown man act like a dinosaur. No, no, fifteen-year-old boy. Fifteen-year-old boy. And he looks like a dinosaur. Let's just say, a disguise kit was and very well put on. And he's naked. That's right. We're watching a fifteen-year-old boy naked dressed <laughs> as a dinosaur. The costume is fantastic, but the performance is lacking. Everyone's a critic. It's about to get a lot better once that trap goes off. It's going to get real convincing. <laughs> so I st- and then I step on the trap. Okay. What do you do once it, it clamps on your leg? <laughs> well, it hurts, right? Do I need to roll Yeah, for let's say I'll roll it. You take two points of damage as the trap clamps down on you, but it's padded, so that's why you, you, don't, you don't take as much as you would have. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought that was someone's dog for a second. <laughs> Make one more performance check for your uh, your scream of pain as the trap closes on you. I think he gets advantage, right? Because, I mean, that's really pain. Hurt. But he <laughs> has to act like a dinosaur that's hurt, not like a gum gum that's hurt. So that's where the performance <laughs> comes in. All right. That was a nine. It <laughs> really bad. did hurt, though. And that's that's pretty good. That's how I scream anyway. <laughs> I would just say. It's true. Okay, yeah, the T-Rex, like, it's it's its snout and its its head pop out a little bit from its hiding hole. And it's looking at you, and you, know, you can see it sniffing the air. It's I'm just waiting for Gus to be like, hearing its baby in pain, the mother T-Rex arrives with, <laughs> with the father T-Rex. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm making like, set, like I'm, I'm trying, and I try and move, but my leg is all caught. Mm. Mm. And I'm looking at the, at the T-Rex, trying to ask for help with my eyes. Bart, go ahead and make me a perception check. All right. I could perceive that Gum Gum is being an idiot. Uh, 18. <laughs> 18. You think you see the hedge and some of the, uh, the shrubbery uh, just off to the side of the T-Rex moving, and out from the bushes jumps Nader, and he jumps on top of the baby T. Uh-oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is the person who was guiding us, right? 
Yes, correct. Okay. Ralph Nader? It seems like he pokes the baby tea with something and the baby tea falls to the ground. I like how we weren't getting anything done in capturing this T-Rex that you made the person who was with us do it. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, technically Gum Gum got the baby tea to come back out, right? Yeah. All right. Nader addresses you all and says, if you think I'm going to let you waltz on in and take all the credit for my years of hunting down this scaly devil, then you're gravely mistaken. All right, well, I mean, we're all helping each other here, buddy. Don't worry about it. Uh, you know, we'll give you partial credit. Yeah, insecure much? Nader only looks out for Nader. You guys are on your own. Good luck getting back to the camp. What? Uh, so he just, like, sedated the T-Rex and then took off? He's still there standing in the clearing with the, the limp oh. baby T. No, that's not how this is going to work out. I cast Entangle on Nader. Cool. And I growl. <laughs> you still in character, Gum Gum? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mutt starts chanting some spells under his breath, and you all see the weeds and vines growing at a crazy rate. They're 20-foot square around Nader. It's like really growing wild, wrapping themselves around everything in the area. Nader must make a strength saving throw or be restrained. Can you go punch Nader, just knock him out and take the T-Rex back? Hit him in the Naders? Yeah. <laughs> What is the DC on it, did I say? 15. Mm, the vines and everything kind of overgrow, grabbing him uh, by the legs. He's like really struggling to, to move in it. Kyborg, get. Okay, uh, get. I walk over to Nader. <laughs> I want to unarm strike and then take the T-Rex. Okay, you move at half speed and difficult terrain. Okay, you still got pretty decent speed, 35. Now, single turn, you'd be able to move 15, unless you double move and you can do 30. How far away is he? It's on the other side of the glade. I mean, it's probably, you know, 40, 50 feet. I, 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 math, am I right? You know, I just want to go take the T-Rex and punch this guy in his face. So. <laughs> Even if you double move, you'd be able to get most of the way to him. But, you know, you're, you're having to like cut through vines and overgrowth to, you know, be able to navigate to get to him as well. So you can, you can start moving in that direction for sure. Sure, let's do that. Oh, unless, is there a tree over him? Because then I could throw a rope on it, swing in, you know, real brave, and then nab the wreck out of his hands and he can't move. No, it was cleared out. It's like, it's obviously like a, a like a little nesting area. That's yes, and I would like no. to just, <laughs> fine, I'll just, I'll just go for the T-Rex and just beat this guy. Yeah, anybody else want to do anything? Uh, I guess Gum Gum's still in character. Uh, Bart? I want to and be like, look back at Bart to help me. <laughs> I can't, I don't, I don't speak dinosaur, so I don't really know what to. He's still in character. He is also naked. I just see Gum Gum growling at me and I just nod and I go, you're doing great, buddy. Keep it up. <laughs> we all need a friend like Bart, who's just like <laughs> constantly reassuring, <laughs> telling us we're doing a good job. How far is uh, Gum Gum from Mud? I don't know. We were never clear. I guess uh, you, you know, he was in, what did you say? You were like on the edge of the clearing and then the rest of the party moved away a little bit into some shrubs. So I don't know, probably not that far, 20 feet or so maybe. Okay. Mud will go over and, and help with the trap. Oh. I yell out to, to Gum Gum, if you need help, just clap your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, like my hands are too, I'm, they're too small. <laughs> he can't get out of character. I guess he's good. <laughs> no, no help required. So at this point, Mud is heading over to Gum Gum to help him. Bart is waiting for Gum Gum to clap. Gum Gum is still <laughs> acting like a dinosaur, and Kyborg is making his way over to Nader and the baby T. He's making his way through the difficult terrain. Yep. Out from the shrubs, you see a dagger get tossed over to Nader, who then slashes at the vines, picks up the baby T, and makes a break for it back into the shrubs. As he's disengaging, running away, he shouts at you all, don't worry, I'm sure the Mama T-Rex will be back any minute to keep you company. This is bad. You're not gonna let me do it, but I wanna make a called shot. I wanna shoot his Achilles tendon. Uh, a called shot? Uh-huh. Did you look up the rules for called shots? It's a disadvantage, right? I don't know what that is. A called shot is a mechanic from D&D uh, edition 3.5. It's a, an attack that a player makes that aims for a specific part of the target's body. Since it's aiming for a specific body part and not just attacking the enemy in general, it makes the attack a little more difficult. He's a baller, shot caller. Thank you. <laughs> nice. Okay, so you have disadvantage on hitting him, and he has plus two AC for the cult shot. Okay. Well, 
That was an 11 and no, no. 21. So it's an 11. Just, yeah, just to be clear, uh, call shots are not officially in fifth edition. I just looked up like a variant of mechanic that's, uh, that a lot of people use. Kyborg attempts to take a call shot, but unfortunately it misses the target entirely and flies off into the night. What's gonna happen? What exactly is Nader doing with the baby T? I think people are gonna have to find out in the next episode of Tales from the Stinky Dragon. <laughs> Of course, I want to remind you all once again, we're conducting this survey to get information about your listening habits for the show. You know how much you enjoy the content. Hopefully you do. It just takes a couple of minutes. It'll help us out a lot. Please, please, please. You can find a link in the description. So thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you guys real soon. Or we'll talk to you guys real soon. The music comes in here. You'll hear us real soon. Unless, unless, unless you follow uh, Stinky Dragon Pod on social media, in which case we can talk to you real soon. Oh, very true. Cut, or should we keep rolling? But I want to do a post-credit scene. I want to do a post-credit scene like Mike You don't does. get to make up post-credit scene. No, 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 no. I get to do a post-credit scene right now. Everybody keep rolling. <laughs> Go. The floor is yours, Blaine. I, uh, 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 I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think. You didn't have anything planned. No, no, no. no there's something. Oh, in a, in a distant cave. Quadrant. Uh, senses a disturbance in the force. Quadrant's the guy that took away my arm and, and, killed, and killed my family. <laughs> nope, this ain't, like, this ain't going in. Kyborg's alive. <laughs> so what, what's going to happen with Quadrant? Tune in next episode. <laughs> <laughs>